Welcome to the Aurora Cornerstone Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We hope today's message is an encouragement to you. What if Christmas never happened? Another text I want to share is Colossians chapter 1, because we just read the Christmas story of the coming of Christ. Now, Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, it goes like this. Follow along with me. Every time it mentions he, it's Jesus. I'm going to put the word Jesus, the name Jesus in there. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Jesus all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers, rulers or authorities, all things were created by Jesus and for him. Jesus is before all things, and in Jesus, all things hold together. Jesus is the head of the body, the church. Jesus is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything, Jesus might have supremacy. For God was pleased to have all God's fullness dwell in Christ, and through Jesus to reconcile to himself all things. We were talking about this at the supper table tonight. We were um, just reminiscing about that old movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Jimmy Stewart, how many have seen that? Uh, we were just looking up to see, I mean, how, what would it take to see it again? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. It goes back a number of years, an old classic. I don't want to give it away for those that didn't raise your hands, but I just may. The movie Stewart plays George Bailey, who has inherited the Bailey Building and the Loan Institute. Survives Black Tuesday, October 1929. Later, Bailey's absent-minded uncle misplaces $8,000, and George knows he's probably going to go jail for it. So, on a snowy night, he heads out in desperation uncertain about what to do. He comes to the bridge, the bridge, and considers ending his life. He wishes he had never been born. Now, of course, George is saved by Clarence Oddbody, who we later discover is really an angel in disguise, and he grants George's request. The request, what was it? He shows George what the world would look like had George never been born. Now, I don't know if anybody here is curious. I would be a little curious. What would the world look like if I hadn't been born? What would the world look like if you hadn't been born? Well, George got this, and that's what the movie really centers around. Through the rest of the movie, we discover that George's life actually has made a significant impact on a number of people. His family, his friends, his community... Had he never been born, the people in his life would have been worse off. The movie really helps us to realize the impact of one person. Just one person. How one person can make an impact on so many. For good or for bad, one person. We all make an impact. And it's got us to all thinking about the Christmas story. 
the Christmas story which poses the question, what if Jesus had never been born? If we were to adopt it, what if Jesus had never been born? What if Christmas never happened? No virgin birth. No baby Jesus wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. No shepherds out in the fields getting the news of the Christ. No trip to the stable in Bethlehem. No wise men making that long journey from the east following the star in order to give the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh to Jesus. What kind of an impact has Jesus made in 2,000 years? More specifically, what impact has he made on us? What if Christmas had never happened? Well, I'm going to just suggest three things. First of all, if Christmas had never happened, if Jesus had never been born, we would not know exactly what God looks like. We just still would not know. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 tells us that if you want to know what God is like, then look at Jesus. If you want a glimpse of God, take a hard look at Jesus. It's one of the reasons that I, in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, especially the red print, read it over and over, more than any other text in the Bible. I want to understand more about Jesus than anyone on this planet. Because when I understand Jesus, I understand Father God. Colossians 1.15 says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. So Jesus has cleared up a lot of faulty images. There is a lot of bad images of who God is. In the day Jesus was born, uh, there was a lot of messed up views right around that time and had been carried for centuries. Many didn't even believe that there was a creator God. Many believed in multiple gods, goddesses. You know, today it's not a whole lot different, is it? Today, there's some pretty messed up claims about God. Humanism and relativism believes that we're as much God as you're ever going to get. A lot of really messed up views. Some see God as the judgmental God up there filled with wrath and anger, and just waiting for you to step out of line so he can knock you back into line and punish you. Others, they prefer to see God like, like Santa Claus. You know, a God who's going to grant you all your wishes. If you just ask, he'll just do anything for you. He's there to serve you. He will give you whatever you want. Or maybe if you're good enough. If you're just good enough, you've been a good boy, if you've been a good girl, then you can merit something from him. A lot of images about God, what he looks like. But really, the Christmas story, this night, we commemorate. That reminds us that the Bible says God came in the flesh. His name is Jesus. Jesus himself would say in John 14, 9, Jesus said, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. If you want to know what God is like, study Jesus. So, what is God like by when we look at Jesus? Well, there's three things I'm going to mention. First of all, so what does it teach us about God? First of all, we understand by Jesus, God is near. 
He's not absent. He's not somewhere in the cosmo. Jesus, the title given, prophesied to him was Emmanuel. God with us in flesh. Emmanuel. So God is near. When we see Jesus, we understand God's love. That God is love. God did not have to come to us. He chose to come. He freely chose to give his life. He freely chose to bridge the gap. There is really no other way to set a wrong world right. Ultimately, Jesus demonstrated God's unfailing love when he surrendered his life, went to the cross on behalf of me and you. And when he did such, he demonstrates God is love. And he also demonstrates God is faithful. God did not have to come, but we see here that over the years, promises were given, prophet after prophet, promises made to people, promises that he would save the people from this world. And Jesus is the fulfillment of that promise. Praise God. A kingdom that would never end. So yes, we see fulfillment of that promise right now, today, but that promise is an eternal promise. One day, there's an eternal part, part portion to this whole promise. The eternal portion is that we will live with him forever. Hmm. God is faithful. So, if Jesus had never been born, if there had been no Christmas, we, you and I, today would not know exactly what God looks like. Secondly, if there had not been a Christmas, we would not be able to have a personal relationship with God. John chapter 1, verse 12. To all who received him, to all who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. No, verse 12. All who receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right, he gave the deed, the keys, as children of God, the birthright. God came to earth as a child so we might become a child to God. God became like one of us so we could become like him. You might think, well, what's the big deal about being a part of this God family? Well, what's the big deal about being a part of any family? It is a big deal. Every son and daughter wants a mom and dad. It's a big deal to have family. It's a big deal to be a part of a family. And it's a big deal when we talk of the family of God. It's a big deal when we desire to be in that family. As John's gospel reminds us, we don't automatically become a part of God's family. 1 John chapter 5, verse 1, you can read it. We don't automatically. Not every person on this planet is a child of God. We are created by God. But according to this, not every person is a child of God. We have to receive God's gift of his son, Jesus. There's a t-shirt that says it well. It says it, God wrapped his gift too. God wrapped his gift too, referring to Jesus wrapped in swaddling clothes. God wrapped a gift. And we have to choose to accept God's gift. We have to make a decision to accept Jesus. Only those who receive this gift will become part of that family. Many of us will be giving and receiving gifts tomorrow. But as you know, there's a two-part transition, 
a transaction that takes place. Somebody gives the gift, but what must happen? Someone else must now receive the gift. So a giving and a receiving. Now picture this. When God sent forth his son, he gave a gift. He didn't merit it. I didn't merit it. We didn't earn it. It's a free. God gave us his son as our deliverer. He gave us a gift. But here's the catch. You have to receive that gift. If you choose not to receive that, if anybody, if tomorrow, if you offer a gift and the person never touches it, that gift does not benefit that person. It's meaningless. You see, a gift offered is not the same as a gift received. And God has offered a gift anyone can receive, but not everyone does. When we receive it, and that's the scripture, to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, to them, he gave the right to become children. Then we are called Christian. God's children, his sons and daughters. He has given us that right. And when we open that gift, when we receive that gift and embrace that gift, we receive him. So if Jesus had not been born, we would not be able to have that personal relationship with God through the gift of his son. Uh, thirdly, we would never experience, if Jesus hadn't been born, the light of life. John 1.5 says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Now, a light shining in the darkness, and, and these lights aren't all that bright, but if, if this room was totally black, these lights would pop. I mean, they would just stand out. If this room was totally black, your eyes would naturally go to where that light is. Are, we're drawn to light wherever the light is. And in John's gospel, he's making that, that declaration here that Jesus was the light that shone in the darkness. The darkness he's referring to is this world. It's evil, sin, hatred, violence, poverty, brokenness, disease, death. Anything that goes against God's original plan, Jesus came to shed light on darkness and to bring hope to the hopeless through a couple of ways. It's referred to as abundant life. John 10.10, 10, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Abundantly. Not just life, not just a little bit, but abundant, overflowing it means. And secondly, that he has come to give eternal life. The greatest gift, life everlasting. We all, many of us anyway, know John 3.16 and if you do, just go ahead and read this out loud with me. John 3, 16, for God, everybody together, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Our life in this world is really only the practice round. It's the warm-up for eternity. And God wants us to spend eternity with him but it is our choice right here and now if we will receive the gift of his son, Jesus. So here tonight, make sure you unwrap that gift. You don't want that gift left unreceived. Jesus Christ, my Lord. If Jesus had never been born, we would not know exactly what God is like we would not be able to have a personal relationship with God and we would never experience the light of life. 
if it hadn't been that Christmas 2,000 years ago. George Bailey. In that movie, George Bailey, he didn't realize the impact he had made on so many people. But Jesus did. Jesus knew the impact. He knew it was the impact of all time. The difference he would make on every man, woman, and child's life. That is why Jesus gave up the glory of heaven for the darkness of this world. That's why he chose to allow himself the humiliation of going and dying the death on a cross. He did it because of his love and faithfulness to you and I. Different than George, Jesus knew exactly what his life would mean. What would this world be like without Christmas? Praise God, we don't have to know. We live at the other side of it. I just thank God, and there's many a time, I thank God I wasn't born 2,200 years ago, before Jesus. I just thank God. Many were, and they looked ahead to one coming. But we get to look back and celebrate the coming of our Savior. What impact has the birth of Christ made in your life? And if the first Christmas never happened, would you be any different than you are today? Thanks for listening to the Aurora Cornerstone podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more information about our church and our ministries, visit auroracornerstone.ca.